See this episode's show notes for our unique promo code to get up to two months of free podcasting service with Libsyn when you sign up for a new account. Get your show on Apple and Spotify. Get helpful stats and all the support you need to sound your very best. This is Jed McKay, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Welcome back, Looney listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast, uh, episode 315, uh, second one for 2023. Uh, you are with, of course, your High Priest of Conchu. Uh, Rebecca, hello. How are you? Morning. Uh, good morning. Evening. Yeah, good evening. <laughs> Rebecca's all discombobulated. <laughs> I'm used to it being morning. It's now evening. Good evening. <laughs> um, very, very nice of you, Rebecca, to um, burn the, the midnight oil. Uh <laughs> But joining us also as well, uh, we have a special guest, uh, Lena. Welcome, welcome back to the show. Hello. Yeah, thank you. It's good yes, to be here. Yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, Happy back. Yeah. It's it's awesome, and and I know that um, we've been going to and fro um, online, Lena, to you know to get you on. I apologize for the really the late um, invitation and oh, access, don't worry about it. Um, but you know that's how that's how. Uncle Ray rolls, so uh, <laughs> that's, that's the way it goes. Um, I'm going to start calling you Uncle Ray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't. Uh, so it has the same ring as High Priest, but sure, <laughs> we'll roll with it. Yes, and uh, listeners, for those that aren't tuning in live stream, you would have heard just the voice there of returning um, creator, and uh, you know it's it's great fun having him back, Jed Jed McKay. Jed, welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. It's uh, it's always great to, to catch up and see what uh, has been going on for the last six months or so. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? I feel, I feel Jed, that, you know, since we've, uh, you know, had, the, again, the privilege of, of having you on a few times, I feel that um, it's just interesting to, to see the progress. I know you you moved. I think when we first spoke, you just moved. I did, yeah. So I, yeah. I see your your space populating um and i yeah, see it I've, uh, yeah certainly. I've, I've painted my office yes. and wow. uh, i finally bought bookshelves awesome. uh, they finally came back into stock and i was able to get my books out of the boxes on the floor yes and onto uh bookshelves so it's it's really kind of coming together it's looking good Got my, uh... i mean you're doing better than me when we moved house i think it took us six months to unpack the books uh, I mean, it was probably around that mark. Like, it moved almost a year ago now. <laughs> and then we found an extra box of books. Like, when I thought I'd lost something, I was like, what, what, where is that? I was like, oh, look, there's some more boxes that we just shoved in a cupboard. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I got my, my chair there. My dog's having a sleep over there. Oh, nice. Well, have we asked and, the, uh, the name of your dog, Jed? Uh, it's Juniper. Juniper. Oh, oh that's nice. nice. Yeah. And uh, I've had original art that's been sitting in my closet for years that I finally Ooh. got up in the wall. Oh, yes. So quite good viewers we're yeah, getting it's, it's, an uh, insight yeah it's great <laughs> yeah it's all uh, it's all it's all coming together awesome nice a nice one uh and listeners of course uh we are here for as i mentioned a creative chat now last time we had jed on uh it was for um you know the last few issues and kind of like a a, a season in review um but this time we'll be looking at issues 13 to 18 so the last the the most recent arc of moon knight 
which would be great. I, I've got to mention as well, of course, if you don't know, shame on you, slap on the face, uh, Jed McKay, writer of, of Moon Knight uh, and the likes of uh, Strange, uh, Mary Jane and, and Black Cat, Iron Cat and, and Timeless, amongst other things as well. Uh, you can... And now Doctor Strange. And now, and now Doctor Strange. And now, is, that, and... is that how? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's on no, the way. No, it's... Yeah. Uh... The last issue of Strange comes out, uh, I think, next week. Okay. And then uh, I think February, we've got nothing. And then March, Doctor Strange, number Ooh, one. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. That's so good. So it's just, I mean, you know, Strange ending, Doctor Strange starting, it's it's all the, the same book. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah with, with a different title and uh, a slight shift in narrative focus. I sort of mention it for people who like decide they only buy ones that say Doctor in front of it <laughs> <laughs> that's right Those, uh... i mean I, I wanted i wanted to call uh strange doctor strange i think i originally had it called doctor strange and mm -hmm. i had clea calling herself doctor strange because in the first issue of strange doom comes to uh to, to take the mantle of sorcerer supreme and i was gonna have clea say it's like you know if you call yourself a doctor i, I can call right, myself exactly. a doctor too yeah <laughs> it was uh it was extremely sassy but uh, eventually like no we're just gonna call it strange we don't we don't want you jumping through hoops to justify this doctor thing. I'm like, no, it's quite easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doom never had the problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't don't mess with Doom. Um, so yeah, if, if you want to hear uh, Jed's other chats as well, uh, it's on episode 241, uh, 267, and 292 uh, for Jed's. Uh, this one, Jed, again, in, in keeping with uh, the theme of the attack of Jed, I've, I've named it. So um, Star Wars related. <laughs> Extremely aggressive. Sure. <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> Please don't view Jed as an aggressive um, person. I'm sure you're not. Uh, just a quick one. As we've seen, we are live streaming. Hello, Mario Digicom. He sends his greetings. Um, but also, geez, I haven't heard from Tommy, the man on the streets for ages. That's uh, what happens when we uh, mix up the times we record. Yeah. And actually make it accessible actually, to Americans. Yeah, that's right. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, so Tommy says, hi, uh, Ray, Rebecca, and Lena. Uh, Jed, thank you for sharing your art with the world. Uh, you've put out an impressive portfolio over the past few years. Thank you for contributing to ITK so often. Yeah, Jed, I mean, can't thank you enough. I mean, to, to be fair, me putting my own art in the world is how I make money, so it's not entirely altruistic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's fair. Well, don't, don't, don't ruin it, Jed. Don't ruin it. Yeah, just take the thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, of course, as well, just before we really dive into it, a big thank you to all the Patronis. Thank you so much for uh, contributing and help uh, prop up the show. Uh, particular mention to top tier Patronis. Uh, Drew Toombs, Daniel Doing, Frank the Think Tank, and Odin Odin Sword. Uh, and of course, CLZ Comics and Dreamland Comics, thank you as well. Yep, so um, let's, uh, shall we dive into it then, I guess? Um, let's do it. What we are going to look at, um, hopefully this is the right slide, uh, that is, uh, yep, so first, uh, first issue, Moon Knight 13. Um, so Night Feeders, this is. Um, and so this is right off the back of that kind of finale in issue 12, Jed, uh, mm -hmm. and, and the appearance of Stephen Grant, which kind of got everyone rather, rather happy. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll see you save the day a bit there. Mm, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, and, and Mark going to some dark places uh, and uh, Soldier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Soldier, not, not doing too well there. Um, and Reese being the yeah. the human or oh, vampiric that's right. vampiric. Man, um... that's that's going back. Mm. Like, yeah, at that point in time, yeah, uh, there was 
you know, some debate as to whether or not Soldier was dead. Yeah, man, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this so also... I'm writing 23, like, today, so... Uh, nice. I'm a little... Wow. <laughs> We're talking, like, 10 issues in the past now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, right? I, yeah. I was thinking, like, God, that's a lot... Seems like ages ago, but, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I guess six issues is a fair whack of time. Yeah. Well, because I remember writing 12 at my mother-in-law's place i think we were there for like christmas or something no was mm-hmm. it was it for christmas or like perhaps shortly after but uh, we were over there and i had to do some work so we we're writing it in a guest room um but yeah so I, I guess it's been about a year since i wrote that issue wow or sorry yeah. 13 13 sorry not 12 yeah yeah but still i mean uh, i mean uh, yeah yeah exactly yeah, Plus all we the... wanted in vamp though so that's yeah. cool yeah, and all the other things that you're writing at the same time as well, Jed. Geez, it's um, it'd be hard pressed to remember it all. Um, but Night Feeders, um, big big moment here. First appearance of the tutor. Uh, we got first appearance of Grand Mal and Nemean as well. So introducing these characters, uh, Jed, um, which is cool. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Just tell us a, a little bit about, um, you know, finding this time in particular. I guess to introduce it. I guess to kick off. Uh, this whole vampiric kind of arc yeah so the um the whole structure thing was something that it began as kind of like a throwaway gag because i was just looking for things to do in moon Knight number one we did a lot of stuff you know started with the structure and then we had uh you know chainsaw zombies the frankenstein uh bikers uh vermin and just like you know this kind of episodic day in the life kind of stuff mm-hmm. but i thought the idea had legs and was worth getting back at later and also people seem to really get a chuckle out of this kind of like pyramid scheme cult vampire thing which mm-hmm. as i said in other places i thought was like a very american way to go about doing vampires <laughs> as opposed to having like uh you know an old world european hierarchy and instead you have something that's like very modern and very new world not that it's any better it still sucks uh in, in its own special way but there's just something kind of got a chuckle out of it because um, I think like a lot of the tutor came from these sort of cult, and not just cult, but like very cult kind of like techy sort of yeah. uh, characters, like you know Keith Ranieri from Nixium Cult, and uh, you know a bit of Steve Jobs in there, and you know you can see because all the, um, the the uniform for the the structure is like those fleece vests that all the the finance and tech bros. I I don't know if they still wear them, but they used to wear them a lot as a few years ago. And uh, so, yeah, it was something I wanted to come back to. And at that point in time, you know, we're only uh, renewed to a certain extent of time. I'm like, well, we've got six issues. This seems like something good we can do in six issues. Um, and then we'll move on from that. So, yeah. and, you know, it was an opportunity to bring Taskmaster in. I always love Taskmaster. Well, yeah, I was about to say, um, kind of synonymous with your run, uh, being able to, to touch uh, upon you know points that a lot of mooney or looney fans um kind of identify with so taskmaster of course had that great interaction in the the charlie houston run um mm-hmm. so it's always great to see both of them well i mean they didn't come head to head but it's always just great to see tasky um back there and at least you know at least uh giving his thoughts again because again one of those um more popular uh, phrases you know comic book fans no, I think uh, about Taskmaster is about he, he doesn't like to fight against Moon Knight. So they've got this special connection because he doesn't like, you know, he, he's got no defenses. Yeah. yeah and like, I, I know people 
you know, to some extent may have felt cheated by not having the fight. But I mean, I, I just, it just worked for me in a way that uh, I was like, well, this is, this is how it would go. Like this is Taskmaster living his truth. Uh, This has gone extremely poorly for him in the past. And he knows Moon Knight's not just a guy who would beat him up. He's a guy who would beat him up and throw him off a building into like a wood chipper. Yeah. Into his living house. Yeah. Yeah, So it, Um, uh, it's, it felt, it it felt like it felt right to me. And like, I understand people want to fight. That's, that's totally, that's totally I think it's sometimes nice to not be expected as well or not, you know, like we always expect Tarski to fight. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to see like why he wouldn't. And it all makes sense. And it touches back on the older runs and, you know, um, and it's like, that's not really his purpose in the story anyway, because this is, yeah. This is like you know your new jumping on point. So yes. Taskmaster's purpose here is to to big Moon Knight up and to you know perhaps a, a new reader who's like I'm not going to read these first twelve issues, but I've heard about it. I'm going to pick up issue thirteen. They know what they need to know about Moon Knight for the purposes of the story. Yeah, yeah, coming from Taskmaster. Yeah, I, I love how Sabatini um, draws Taskmaster. I mean, the face is he very... does a great Taskmaster, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's literally like a skull. Um, so that's fantastic like a very gnarly skull yes yeah. oh yes yeah very yeah um but yeah sassy uh, skull. A, a sassy <laughs> slightly grisly um elena any any thoughts on on issue 13 i mean i know you liked it as well yeah um mainly just that i was really happy to see steven back at the end of it and uh um mm-hmm. just uh yeah i was excited to the lead into uh, the, the issue that I uh, had some input on, um, number 14. Yes. Yeah, of course. No, absolutely. Um, and uh, actually, let's um, move on to that. So, I mean, let's go to 14. I mean, this is a, 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 this yeah, is a big moment. Yeah, a big moment. Uh, Jed, I think, um, well, from within our communities, while talking with other fellow Moonite fans, uh, this is good because it, it kind of, had skirted around um, throughout the whole series, you know, and we know, I mean, that was, yeah. it was from the outset, issue one, Dr. Sturman says herself, you know, I'm not focusing on that. Um, but of course, it's a big, it's a large part of Moon Knight. So it was oh, really, sure. yeah, really good to see uh, it's uh, focused on in this issue. Um, and so for those just a, a, called Soldier, Rich Man, a Scoundrel, uh, it was basically... <clears throat> I guess Mark justifying why up to this point it had been the way it was, um, basically him taking front and centre, uh, but things had changed from issue 12, uh, and I, I guess the other alters were were questioning that. Um, yeah, it's their chance to, to have a comment on what's been going on. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know, Elena, um, Maybe your your thoughts thoughts first. Um, just how how was it? How did you find it? I mean, um, you had this opportunity to consult with Jed. Um, yeah, how, how did you find that experience? Yeah, well, by the time I um, the, Jed sent me the actual script for this one, um, I had already sent several emails back and forth with him and talked to him about DID and and told him some of my experiences and also gave him some links of uh, some good websites to look at and and so. Um, when he gave me this partial script of this one, um, I, I was really impressed with how how well he had uh, written about the DID because um, it, it really rang true to me as far as um, the storyline and and the conversations between the alters and 
um, mm-hmm. especially um, sort of the control dynamic that sort of the control struggle that went on between uh, Mark and Steven and Jake rang very true because um, a lot of DIs pieces and it's pretty common actually for um, the uh, the part who has, who has the legal name of the system in this case Mark Vector kind of um, want to be in control and want to sort of deny or oppress the others because, you know, they're uncomfortable with their diagnosis and they're uncomfortable with, um, you know, feeling like they're being labeled as crazy and all this stuff. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes it's, it does kind of uh, require some of the, some of the other alters to kind of call them to task and kind of keep them accountable as far as remembering that they need to share this life with all of us, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, Jed, did you find it, I mean, how did you feel um, going into this story, knowing that this is what you wanted to tell and it potentially being a, you know, a a quite, um, uh, you know, you have to be quite careful with that, with how you interpret it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like doing, uh, doing, doing the story, um, you know, something that hinges so heavily on, things like uh you know some a condition like did it's you know it's, it's certainly fraught um mm-hmm. you just you you know look at any portrayal of did through the history of media and you can kind of see you know that I, I don't know if struggle is the right word but sort of the the attempts people have made at a story like that and you know where often they've fallen very short and again you know this is not me you know, shooting on other Moon Knight stories or anything. I'm talking about like just full stop, like in all media. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, this this is some of the reasons why it took so long to get into the DID stuff, in part because it's just storytelling where, you know, you're, it was something I wanted to hold on to a bit uh, to get people, you know, excited for it, to be people saying, where, where's Jake, where's Steven? Mm-hmm. Um, and holding that back till the next arc. Uh, just kind of it made sense narratively, especially as we're building up a situation that uh, there's no you know there's no explanation as to where you know Jake and Stephen have gone or why why they haven't been uh, haven't been fronting or anything like that. Uh, but also in part, it's it was a story that I wanted to be ready that I could tell um, as I don't know faithfully is the right word, but as carefully as I could. Mm-hmm. It being, you know, it being something I've had no, no, you know, firsthand experience with, um, and it being something that affects the lives of a lot of people, and you know, people who are Moon Knight readers, because Moon Knight is like, you know, the DIT superhero. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I was going to say that because he's like the that's the, if you if you had DID, um, that's the you know like. I first started reading Moonlight because someone said, "Here, he's Jewish." Reading, yeah, and that's that's you know, like you know, so you want to check it out, see how it's done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, So yeah, like I said, uh, it was something that I wanted to approach as carefully as possible. You know, in in the same way that I wanted to approach uh, Mark's Jewish identity as carefully as I could, or uh, talking about Batters, uh, Doctor Batters, you know, um, religious struggles and things like that. Religious, religious, and cultural kind of uh, intersections. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, speaking with Lena was was great. Um, you know, she could do a sensitivity read on the script, which was kind of funny because the just out of confidentiality, I basically had to um, 
redact all the action in these pages with the fight. So oh, just like right. captions and then just I think I don't remember if I put X's over them or just like completely deleted <laughs> them. So you like the Mindscape pages were um, were intact. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the fight pages was, was largely blank except for dialogue. Yep. I, I love the portrayal of uh, the Mindscape, I guess, pages. Again, Rebecca and I, we yeah, kind of lord um, uh, Rochelle Rosenberg's colors. and uh, just, just great work. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You must be astounded. Like, each time you kind of get proofs back, just going, what the, what the hell is this? You know? That's, that's amazing <laughs> stuff. Like, yeah. I, I'm always very upfront when I'm working on a book and that I have no eye, no eye for color where it's almost mm-hmm. semi pages and generally I'd be able to, I can't really tell good from bad coloring a lot of the times. Mm. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> That's not like I'm colorblind or anything. It's just, I just don't have an eye for it. Yeah. But uh, you know, Rochelle's stuff on this book is so like characteristic of yes. it. Like it's, it's such a big part of what this book looks like. It, yeah. That, uh, it just stands out. Oh yeah. It, it certainly has, I guess, established just a, a definite tone to it then then yeah. many other titles that i'm reading at the moment it just it's it's great because you know when you dive into it you kind of know what you're going to get you're in this little in this yeah. particular world um it's, it's really good it's, it's just part of the visual vocabulary of the book you know yeah yeah uh so interspersed with the, the mindscape uh scenes of course uh, just a recap for, for 14 uh, there is a confrontation again between moon knight uh, Grand Mal and Nemean, so uh, you get a lot of action. I liked Jed how how you did that, um, and I think it's that pattern's kind of followed in. I think subsequent issues as well. Just um, for those that yeah, like, I do that a lot. Oh, do you? <laughs> Somebody loves their action. Well, it's because I, I, I get bored writing the same scene yeah. for a long period of time, and also I worry that other people get bored with it. So yeah. I do a lot of cutting back and forth just to keep both myself interested and yeah. hopefully, hopefully the reader. Yeah, no, it's it's great. It's good um, because it allows you to really uh, invest in uh, in developing these characters, or you know, um, really expanding on the story. Uh, but then just not have people just talking. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing. I can't I can't have Alessandro draw three people talking for <laughs> twenty pages. Yeah, exactly. First off, Reforge would not have it. And secondly, you know, if, it, if it got through, like, who wants to, who wants to draw that book? Especially yeah. when you're like, I mean, I mean, sure. There's lots of books like that, but yep. they're not called Moon Knight. You know, they're not superhero action books. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, one of the most poignant things here, as well, apart from uh, I guess the interaction in the Mindscape, uh, just for those that have the the visuals on here, uh, it's where kind of Mister Knight kind of admits or Mark admits about his um, dependence on Reese to an extent. Mm-hmm. You know how he he needs to, and, and this kind of culminates with why you know why he hasn't told her yet about did um and and lena i'm assuming that this sort of thing uh is i guess not uncommon this feeling about it and and um i don't know the the level of may shame um that some people might have um when they're in relationships with others yeah i mean it's it's always very difficult to know um who to trust with with the secret because um it's yeah, it's something that um, it's not necessarily a shame. It, it's more of being afraid of how the how the viewer will let, react as far as um, yeah. you know whether or not right. they will understand or be, or be willing to try mm-hmm. to understand. You know, I've had some people that I've told my secret to, and then they they've just told me, "I don't want you to talk about that part of your life." Mm-hmm. You know, and mm. so. Um, 
yeah, and that's very difficult when that sort of thing happens. So I'm very careful about who I tell and and like yeah. talk about online, but we use pseudonyms and yeah. yeah, no, no, it, it's great, and I think it's very touching here as well because um, you know Reese uh, has become quite a um, a liked character. Jed, I, I think it's fair to say, loved. Oh, loved. loved okay, okay, I was trying. <laughs> loved character, Blair. adored. Bump that up, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I'm really loving the um, relationship between her and and Mark. Uh, you mentioned also Jed about like building up to this kind of. Um, scenario where the altars are kind of talking um, to each other. Uh, there's also, I mean, we haven't lost the fact of, you know, the original support cast of Moon Knight as well, because that was easy for people to probably at the outset to go, okay, well, what's happening to, to such and such, you know, Frenchie or Marlene? Yeah. And I liked how that was touched upon um, to let us know. But for the most part, again, um, I think I've mentioned this before, I, I don't think many people really minded that because of the strength of these support characters that have been built up so well except for the, the guy who tweets me the same demand uh, every couple weeks oh, but uh it? <laughs> but, that, that seems in and of itself fairly mild compared to yeah. what some tweets have been uh... yeah is that oh, Ru- sure is that Ru- yeah is that russell yeah. jade is that russell oh. <laughs> <laughs> russell stop it no, okay no. stop it yeah, <laughs> russell, russell would be like well, let's hear so what it back russell yeah you pause for a while. yeah well i'm I, I put Man Mountain Marco in a book. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's it. Yeah, done. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a great issue here. Uh, and we get a little snippet into, uh, I guess it's a lead up. Oh, have I jumped to? Oh, yeah, the lead up to uh, issue 15. Uh, I'm, I'm alluding to, sorry, uh, to Jake and in the bar. And again, we'll get mm-hmm. another introduction to a really interesting character, very only slightly introduced jedi i'm hoping that she gets fleshed out uh, but we'll, we'll go to issue 15 so Is the bartender yeah naomi awesome oh <laughs> yeah I, I didn't real, i didn't realize she had followers oh i, I don't know it might be Ray might be just me but <laughs> but no i think it's um i think she's great like, like another one hooray <laughs> that's just a, I don't know, are you gonna start a podcast for her too ray <laughs> i might well don't might. tempt her <laughs> Um, so yeah, so issue 15 at Moonlighting. Um, so again, we get first appearances, Naomi, the barkeep, uh, big Claude Peters, uh, <laughs> Jed, why, I just got to ask why the double, double E is it a South African well, Dutch, a, Dutch origin? It's, uh, it's Belgian, isn't it? Belgian. Sorry. Oh, he's mentioned it's yeah. Belgian. Yeah. Cause yeah. he's, cause he's Belgian. Lockley keeps calling him French. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a nice little Poirot, uh. Yeah. Which I mean, like I know, I know it sounds like it sounds Dutch. It sounds Dutch to me. I think I just googled Belgian last names. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mario. Yep. Yeah, Marvel characters uh, have fans. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Every Marvel character. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that's true. That's true. I mean, Jed's I, Jed is eight ball. We know that. So. <laughs> we got. I, I mean, if you've been following me on Twitter, you know we got some prime eight ball content coming out. <laughs> yes. We've, um, it's been it's been noted. <laughs> Um, so 15 as well, we're kind of getting a step closer. I mean, like, so Moon Knight's kind of tracking, um, you, you know, the vampires, uh, and we, uh, we get the first appearance of Naomi and Big Claude Peters, which also really interesting. Um, but we get a bit more of a background on Namian and Grand Mal. So a bit more fleshing out as to, um, as to what their deal is. Um, but of course, as well, 
um, going back to some sessions with Dr. Sturman. Uh, and, and in this particular case, following up from, from issue 14, the reason why, you know, Mark's actually Moon Knight's now asking her, why don't we ever touch upon DRD? Um, so I liked how that was kind of um, yeah. approached uh as well but um yeah jed uh this oh i'm <laughs> just looking at this rebecca there's the uh the the hairstylist as well oh, the, the famous haircut as well <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. uh, you know, people uh, people are wild for that just banging knife on knife and fork on table <laughs> i just feel but really bad that in previous issues we've been like oh his hair's looking a bit shaggy now i'm like just like what am i and then for it to be like oh okay his hair was looking a bit <laughs> yeah, shaggy like, oh, oh, oh wait there, there's a point to that <laughs> there is a reason yeah 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 and of course the uh first appearance of michael the uh, the barber yeah well i mean not wanting to put you in a corner here, Jed. Will we see Michael again? It'll be be interesting. I don't know. See, I, I like Michael yeah. because like uh, he's too. a barber and he was also a marine, which uh, <laughs> yeah. I you know I find kind of funny. It's a it's a great mix. Yeah, maybe for a holiday, especially if you're going to be dealing with superheroes. Huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he knows he knows what needs to be done. Uh, one of the obviously the big driver for this issue as well is that um, well we get a lot of Jake which I'm always up for which is great uh, and uh, yeah here we get Naomi as well Jed fantastic uh, there she is <laughs> but we get a bit more on on, on a lead uh, basically it, it culminates into Chinatown which will lead into obviously issue 16 um, but I like the fact that um, Naomi's brother-in-law Ruben um, I guess is hiding because there's this big, uh, big vampiric group led by Tudor who wants to kind of recruit people. The structure. Um, the structure. Um, and essentially we know that at the end as well, I guess um, that's why the Tudor didn't like Moon Knight, kind of like a, comp a competitor, so to speak, with, with vampires. Um, yeah, that's, um, that's the next issue actually, is where we get that little, re that little mm. revelation, little treat. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, Jed, any, any thoughts um, on, on issue 15 as to, um, I don't know, any, any ideas that sprung up for you that you wanted to, to use straight away or, or anything that you didn't? Uh, I mean, 15, 15 I liked a lot because it was an opportunity to let, you know, Jake and Steven out and actually do something in the book. Um, not just, you know, all of them conversing mentally in uh, the previous issue, but, you know, getting out and, like, doing their jobs as, you know, they were originally envisioned, um, you know, way back from, you know, Moon Knight number one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have Jake, Jake's running down leads on the vampires. Steven is running down leads on the assassins. And we just see how they do their jobs um, through various ways. You know, Jake goes and, uh, you know, talks to people in a, in a scummy bar. Steven pays people off at an incredibly expensive bar. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yeah. You know, Jake's out there pounding the pavement. Steven hires someone to do the job for him. You know, yeah. He's like, I have this money. I'm going to hire a researcher. This is how I get things done. Yeah. 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 That um, was cool. That was. And, uh, no, sorry. That's, yeah. I thought it was just fun to, fun to exercise his different voices mm -hmm. for, um, you know, for this, this, you know, see the whole, the whole system out there doing their thing and, and, you know, doing the work. And what I found fun about it was, uh, Jake's out there asking questions about the vampires. Steven's out there asking questions about the assassins. And Mark, as Moon Knight, is just asking questions to his therapist. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So you know, they're they're all trying to get to the bottom of things in their own way and you know, their own particular bottom of things. 
Yeah, yeah, and at this stage, of course, I mean, after um, after the events of uh, issues twelve to fourteen, um, they're a little bit more cohesive now, and we see that. And and as you mentioned, Jed, you see the two other alters, Jake and Stephen, in action. I really appreciated seeing Stephen uh, in action, and um, dare I say, like you know, do something. You know, I don't want to say of worth, but because in in the past, in the past, we've only seen Stephen like show how rich he is, or then yeah. I'm just kind of um, flashing does back. Does he does things of use occasionally? But yeah, this is this is it's interesting <laughs> to give him that kind of track yeah, exactly. to really sort of join in and um, exactly and, yeah. because but that's that's kind of a challenge though with mm. Stephen is if you yeah. go back to older Moon Knight stuff, Stephen is the one who's around most of the time. Yeah, you yeah. Know, Stephen Grant's that's mansion. True. You know, we're Marlene almost always call you know talks to Stephen. Yeah, I mean obviously um, he's he's all behind all the gadgets. And... Yeah. yeah, but yeah, you and, don't you know, exactly. But you don't see him actually, you know, doing uh, doing some of the legwork, which is good, which I really loved in in this. I mean, apart from like yeah, as you mentioned in the older runs, and taking nothing away from it, of course, uh, apart from seeing Stephen, um, you know, uh, purchase artwork. Or, or, or lounge around in his mansion. We do see him like at the tail end of a meeting, you know, uh, yeah. in front of a boardroom, and then he goes, and it's like, well, it's it's good to actually see him do something um, that that yeah. helps everyone else. So, um, really good as well. well. The thing is, like, St- Stephen is very candy as a char- as a character. Mm. Uh, he's you know he's as smart and as capable and as as intelligent as Mark or Jake. Yep. He just has a, a very different arena and. Prior to you know us digging in with him here, Stephen's main purpose was he was, he was the guy who made the money. Mm-hmm. Like he, if w- without his money, the whole Moon Knight operation wouldn't work. Um, of course, now we see that money's gone, and they're dealing with uh, a gym bag full of rolled up hundreds that uh, Mark pours out on a table. <laughs> yeah, that's up. true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, with his purpose no longer being making money, you know, I had to find something for him to do. Yes, because you know, a guy who makes money is not particularly interesting as a comic book hero. Yeah, yeah, true. And, and well, th- primarily, yeah. And I think Mario, yeah, exactly. Just as Jed touched upon as well, um, we see that those bags of uh, those rolls of, of money just appear, which is pretty um, pretty good. Uh, well, it's a very it's a very Mark Spector thing to turn up with a bag of uh, <laughs> yeah, no questions. Uh, what shall we, <laughs> shall we say? Cash of indeterminate origin. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Lena, uh, what are your thoughts on, on issue uh, 15, um, the one just after? Well, like you, Ray, I, I, I uh, would say, too, that I really appreciated seeing the alters in action again. And and, um, mm-hmm. and especially, I really appreciated seeing Jake get back to his roots as far as how he used to be as a character, as opposed to, um, like, in re- recent years, he's been kind of portrayed as extremely violent and, and chaotic and, you know, like in the Max... Demon's run, especially, and also in the in credit scene at the, of the uh, of the Disney Plus show, he was kind of portrayed as the most violent one and everything. And mm-hmm. and um, to me, it actually makes a lot more sense for Mark to be the most violent one of the three, you know, because he's the one that has the history of the mercenary. And uh... yeah, I mean, that's that's. I mean, I've said before that's kind of my my pole star as far as looking at the relationship of the altars where Stephen Grant makes money, Jake Lockley makes friends, Mark Spector makes bodies. Um, it's, it's basically, you know, a guy in the hot dog suit of like Mark Spector's face saying, we're all, we're all trying to find the evil altar. It's like, well, actually it's, it's Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yes, so just and as you see, to... Mark still has his uses there in that uh, last page. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sometimes you yeah. just need to punch someone. Oh, this... And there's something I find very funny about Jake's Jake getting into trouble than needing Mark to get him out of it. <laughs> I think peeling off the mustache yeah. was the yeah. sheer moment. I yeah. loved, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the fake mustache. It's, we all love it. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> there's a scene later on where where um, uh, you know Reese has to speak to Jake on the phone, and you see Mark take off his mask and then put on the mustache. <laughs> Yeah, you can't can't go wrong with that. Um, we see a bit more on on soldier as well. Uh, so we, we're getting little bits uh, of soldier, um, which which uh, reoccur just with his, I guess, allegiance to Mark and and why um, he likes to um, to follow. He, he he gets a sense of stability, of course, having come from um, Hydra uh, as well, and as well as like Moon Knight saving his life. That doesn't hurt too. Um, but yeah, they make they edge their way towards. Oh, before I get to uh, that scene as well, uh, so they edge their way towards um, Chinatown, obviously being the place where it's almost like a refuge um, from uh, from the structure. Uh, so Moon Knight is there, going over there to um, to, to just question um, whoever who, whoever that yeah that leader is. Uh, but before that, of course, we get this uh, also touching moment. In issue fifteen, it's uh, it's about Mister Knight Mark and Reese um, having you know having it out about the DID and and their feelings and and again in in the short amount of space there, Jed, I think it was done really well. Um, Thank and you. Probably a highlight, yeah, for me for this for this issue. Yeah, yeah I think the same thing. Uh, I really appreciated those scenes. Um, they, uh, like I said, uh, it doesn't always go with well when uh, when you're telling somebody about your DID. So. I really appreciated that uh, you showed uh, yeah. all accepting him and his, and his diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if, if any group is going to not have a problem with something like that, it's going to be all these, you know, these folks that came together in the midnight mission, like yeah. everyone has got very much their own things to deal with. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everyone's helping each other kind of deal with it. Mm. Uh, I'm just going to, Take a break for a second. I gotta let my dog out. He's just yeah, scratching yeah, the sure. door. We're back in a second. Yeah, no worries. Um, so yeah, I mean, just whilst Jed um, um, takes care of Juniper, uh, yeah, I mean, this this scene. I mean, Rebecca, we spoke about it as well. There's a, a lot. Yeah, I mean, an awkwardness I th- I to think it's it. Lovely but, because yeah. Yeah. I think there's well, there's always an awkwardness when you're telling mm. someone uh, a secret, especially one if you you know you've been holding back from them. Yeah. And like, uh, and and here it's just like. You know, it makes total sense that's how she would react, but it doesn't mean he's not going to still be nervous about, mm. you know, he doesn't, he's probably had many times where he's been bad at judging that. Yeah. So, oh. you know, I mean, it's, because, it's, it's you know, midnight, uh, you know, well, and we all have, I mean, like, you know, even if you put it to any time that you've trusted someone with something that you've been very sort of only shared with a few people, um, you're always sort of in properly inviting them into your inner circle so to speak yeah and there's always going to be so i mean i think i think his slight awkwardness and we know he's not necessarily a touchy-feely guy yeah exactly know? no i guess that's yeah. a the, the thing i like about it just that the, there's emotions that are just bubbling under the surface and but you know for all these other reasons um people like reese and mark um they find it hard to express but they get there in the end and, and i think that's really good so 
But then I think like, we're 15 issues into their relationship now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's come like a, it's actually come at this really great time. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's 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 earned in time as well as how how we know the characters. Like you could get to know the characters much quicker. But there's something, um, and we have. But like this is something yeah. nice about this being where where it sort of comes together. Yeah. And and that she's fully invited it because she's known that there's been something he's been yeah. oh yeah back on, so. yeah for sure. and I mean the thing is too um, you know a large part of my my read well my read on a thing that I wrote is um, you know Mark is much older than Reese is mm-hmm. and you know the younger generation is a lot at least in my experience has a lot easier time accepting things like this whereas Mark who's of an entirely different generation. Mm-hmm would have that generation's totally different response to uh you know talking about his condition and yeah. i think that, that there's that kind of difference uh in the way they approach you know these secrets and these revelations that uh i find it you know i find it interesting I, I think it's a useful fodder for you know creating this relationship in the comic book creating this drama mm. well i certainly hope that we see i mean more and more of, of reese um as well yeah as well. No, I, I think i'm just gonna get rid of her enough enough of her um yeah so uh as as mentioned in the last panels we're leading into uh issue 16 chinatown now um this uh is is another another great issue Jed, uh, we we get to learn more about um, you know this band of vampires in Chinatown that are kind of detached but have a connection with the structure, um, which is really interesting. Uh, first thing I wanted to kind of ask about it is because I'm my, Mario, if you're if you're still around, maybe you can um, <laughs> uh, help us out. Uh, so Lady Yulan is a uh, is a is a, is a deep cut right is it is like a, a previous character in the Marvel no universe? she's no? a new she's a new character but her oh. boss uh oh, the boss. sorry yeah the is, boss yeah. um she was the the nemesis of night raven which was a marvel uk character yeah yes it has had um yeah yang a lim- limited uh, uh publication history but as a character i like quite a bit and i've never really really been able to find a spot for him okay so um yeah you know it's just seemed made to make sense to link back to that. You know, Yi Yang is, uh, you know, incredibly ancient, immortal, mm-hmm. um, an alchemist, and the idea that she would essentially create a vampire hitman to yep. do her dirty work, however many thousand years ago, I can't remember exactly how long it was. <laughs> you know, she, she talked about being created in the the back half of the Yuanda Dynasty, but I don't remember exactly what those years were. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just yeah, so that's that's where that's where that comes from. Okay, I'm just vibing that that actor from Big Trouble in Little China. That's when it was a Yi Yang. No, no, that's that's David Lopan, of course. But oh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's so yeah, it's a it's a cut. I, I like Night Raven a lot. I think he's mm-hmm. a really interesting character with an incredible look. Um, yep, and he's and he's very loved. So you know, mm. is he? Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, British. Marvel persons, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe amongst my friends, but yeah, we like all the Marvel UK lots. Yes, it's it's odd those guys, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was very weird for me 
when the internet came in, sort of finding out everyone's different experiences with sort of growing yeah. up with comics, and mm. obviously, like we, are, you know, Britain, we had a, a very weird sort of relationship with some of the Marvel stuff because we'd always get it out of order, yeah. and then we'd have the Marvel UK stuff, and then we'd have things like Judge Dread, like running, in, you know, just this very different sort of comics. Oh, for sure. um, uh, childhood and and it, it, it was never really obvious to us how different the world did it until there was more sort of interaction with i the mean world, that's so. that's like it's like anything really yeah the first time i went to another country was i think i was 21 yeah and then i was like in korea i was like wow the world things things are done differently <laughs> yeah. like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the sidewalk is different I'm yeah. Like, Gee whiz. <laughs> yeah true i guess we had that with a lot of mainland europe but yeah um yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for comics you just think you know, this is an American thing, and everyone is all the same, mm-hmm. and and then you suddenly realize how much of it was kind of unique as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first time I went to England a few years ago, I damn near got run over by a car because people don't stop at crosswalks. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they do sometimes, but generally, I mean, no. Not and also, we jaywalk as a matter of course. <laughs> I'm so, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, in Chantan, again, I've just left it on here as well. There's a, a big thing that happens to Hunter's Moon in this issue, oh, yeah. uh, of course. But again, I just wanted to, to dwell on the fantastic art that we do get throughout this whole oh, right, run. That was the action bit in that issue, right? Yeah, yeah. Again, you're, you're back and forth. Mm, action, yeah. exposition cuts. Yeah, yeah. But it works. It does I mean, work. So I mean, we, well, we, we love a gimmick. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, so we see uh, Lady Yulan. Sorry, so so the tie-in here for again, just a little reminder for everyone, of course, that um, she it wasn't her; it was one of her brides, right? That the tutor who mm. wanted to kind of create basically the structure um, and and use vampiric kind of evolution as a stepping stone. Uh, he he turns himself essentially right from from yeah. the bride. Um, and he kind of blackmails Lady Yulan, who is a scared of who's scared of Yi Yang, um, that if yeah. if she ever goes after him, uh, he'll, you know, dob he'll her, her, dob her in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or, 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 you know, dob her in, sure, grass her up. I've never heard that one before. Oh, okay. <laughs> you never watched Neighbours, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no surprise, your Neighbours is not huge over here. Oh, yeah. No, I... <laughs> Thank God. So. <laughs> How I learned all my Australian yeah. phrases. <laughs> I mean, Coronation Street had a following, I think. But, uh, Which is I, crazy. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. As yeah, Mario I mean, said, everyone has, like, everyone's a fan of something somewhere. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, fair enough. But uh, yeah, so this was a, a great issue. Um, I thought uh, one of the big points, of course, is the death of Hunter's Moon. Um, but we get yeah. to see him take on both Grand Mal and Numean. Um yeah, which is which is really cool, but um, of course the the main Alexander drawing him incredibly beefy. Yeah, oh, he beats up. Oh, he's, yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> I think he's getting bigger every issue. It's fantastic. He is, yeah. He's a beefy on on that rooftop there, he's yeah. He's... Uh, what give me they... another ten issues, and it'll be like uh, Godzilla. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's um, he's loving it. He's loving it. Um, but anyway, so <clears throat> they're here essentially just to, to chat with Lady Lady Yulan, but <clears throat> Mister Knight, of course, finds a way to insult her. Um, to antagonize her as he tends to is he does yeah yeah um, making friends as always oh he's such a yeah people person uh we, we get a nice little look here on <clears throat> i guess the one of the true visages of, of lady yulan again um it was something that you described to to alessandro it was something that he just like ran yeah 
I mean, basically, the idea was that you know she's she's extremely old and extremely powerful, um, given how you know how far back her bloodline extends. You know, she's the first of this particular line of vampires that was then hijacked by the Tudor. Yeah. Um, you know, alchemically created by Yi Yang, and uh, this idea that you know that's it's it, it's indicative of the whole thing that she's talking about, where she says you know the people human mind isn't meant to to live that long the old yeah. once you you keep getting older the less human you become which again is not particularly a new idea when in regards to vampires but uh this idea of you know her having to keep control over herself her having to stay involved with humanity in order to achieve a, uh, an attachment to it without becoming a monster as she saw yang had been had become rather not that yang was a vampire but she's immortal mm-hmm. Um, and so this is like an out- outward representation of that, where if she gets pissed off, then her, her entire form can warp and change because she's just this extremely power expression of, uh, sorry, extremely powerful expression of vampirism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's talked about just looking gnarly and having maybe teeth coming out the side and he just ran right. with it. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. The uh, <clears throat> teeth or yeah, yeah. Um, fangs coming yeah, out. That'll through. send a require very little direction. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, you know, extremely talented artist. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, for the most part, I just kind of let him do his thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Elena as well, any, any thoughts, um, on this next step? I mean, we're getting one step closer again to, to the tutor. I just thought it was really interesting to get a lot of the backstory that we got in this issue and, um, learn more about the, these, um, vampires in Chinatown that, uh, Mark was going to talk to and, and, um, yeah, I just thought it was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, so what happens here, obviously, Hunter's Moon kind of gets ambushed by a whole heap of, um, of vampires. Um, you know, as good as he is, he can't take them all on. Uh, but so he, he finally yeah. succumbs to it. Uh, I think I sent Alessandro a pic- that picture of all the raccoons in someone's backyard and all you can see are their eyes oh, yeah, i think right, i think yeah. that was my reference for those vampires oh, really? i'm not quite sure i mean just described it i think i may have attached that photo well i hope you didn't have a reference for for this one with with under's moon um <laughs> yeah impaled with crowbars and all sorts of construction site tools um because yeah. you know they've been um been dancing around uh on top of buildings and around construction sites uh, but it's namian that that kind of finishes it off the big crack um, yeah and this, yeah. Sh- this shocked you know shocked a few loonies as well it was like oh god it's i hope so <clears throat> yeah it was not not what they wanted because hunter's moon has um has become quite quite well liked as well especially so. uh yeah yeah during um around that devil's reign period where where moon knight's in jail and um we had the hunter's moon yeah that was uh that was my favorite issues that mm. uh, was the number yeah of we moves. wanted we wanted the, the hunter's moon issue and yeah and we got one so yeah, a full on one. Yeah, but it was amazing how many like reviews I saw. There's like both called Moon Knight. Moon Knight's not even in it. It's like <laughs> you ever read comic books before? Yeah, I know, exactly. read it. And then on the other side, there's people calling for Hunter's Moon minis and things yeah. like that. You know, yeah. so I know. So yeah. it was gonna get that. No, I think that was good. I think it was good. Um, so- yeah, it was. Uh, it was quite funny. I think um, before that issue had come out, I had posted a panel from the annual. Uh, Moon Knight and Hunter's Moon driving in a car because I really <laughs> yeah. liked it. 
yeah. think it was like uh, uh, you know Federico did such great work on that issue. I was really hype about when he sent me the art. And then almost immediately after, I was like, "Shit, we're killing Hunter's Moon in this issue." That is not something I need to be showing people. That like he and Moon are driving around in a Cadillac shortly afterwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, uh... So uh, then that prompted me to put another uh, Reese reading order image up there of like this hap- you know, the annual happens between issues. Yeah, between yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, man, I got really cover my ass on this one. <laughs> I think I was talking to Federico. I'm like, yeah, if you're posting pe- previews from your annual, don't post any of the Hunter's Moon in it. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense because he's he dies. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah it does make sense. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it makes sense if you're not a stupid asshole <laughs> like myself. Um, yeah, and then we'll get to the, to the annual, of course, as well. Another, I was a, oh, starved of, of, of annuals there, Jed. And uh, I spoke to Rebecca last uh, episode. We were kind of having a bit of a giggle, I think. The last time we had you on, I think we touched upon annuals, but you kept such a good poker face. Um, very coy. Yeah, very coy. It, was, it was good. <laughs> Don't invite Jed to poker. He'll, he'll win. Actually, I'm trying to think if I was... Yeah, no, I would have been working on it by then. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because I can only assume, because it was, um, yeah, it was, it was not that long after. Uh, yeah. But moving on to issue 17 now, home game. Uh, great. Uh, I love I love this uh, cover. So, Jed, can I ask as well... Um, probably a really silly simple question covers right they mm-hmm. they done like way before they're done way before like the stories are completed um, and stuff or not necessarily you know? i think maybe they're done i mean i don't really know oftentimes i don't see the cover until it's attached to the pdf that uh, okay. i'm doing the lettering draft in okay so i'm not i mean the, the whole cover process is kind of largely outside of anything i'm doing okay no yeah i only ask is i mean this one it a bit of a mislead, so to speak, you know, with the man as a lion, it's nothing new in comics, you know, as mm-hmm. you kind of say before. Uh, and it's not in particular this one, but it just, it just prompted my memory because like previous other, you know, titles and series as I, I follow, uh, the, the cover doesn't get something wrong, but it's, it's kind of like almost as if they had to assume something, um, and until the story is written and then it's, it's kind yeah, of different. Yeah. Because, you know, it also depends what book you work on. Like, mm. um, working on books for Brevoort, because every month everyone gets an email saying, give me the solicit text for whatever book you're doing, mm. and we need cover ideas. Um, right. So, you know, my cover idea was basically Moon Knight fighting with Nimi and a Grandma. Right. Uh, and then, you know, that's that's what comes back. Okay. Um, however, other books, I basically have no input on the most, well, most of my other books, I have no input on the cover oh. and the solicits because it's just what the editors or assistant editors are doing. Okay. Ah, interesting. And again, with, even with Moon Knight, my my cover suggestions are largely just cover, just suggestions. Mm. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm not I'm not there approving it every step of the way because honestly, I don't have the time for yeah. it. No, for sure, for sure. Um, as long as it's totally not outside the realm of what the story entails, I'm yeah. sure it's pretty good. So, um, I mean, you like you get these weird communications. There was, what was it? I think Karen Gillan was talking about an issue of X Men he wrote where he messed something up 
and the artist thought it meant that yeah he was wearing a, a loincloth yeah. or a lion cloth oh li- yeah. yeah he wrote he, loin it was cloth. supposed to be a loincloth he wrote lion cloth and yeah. they drew this whole oh, this lion, oh really <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's, it's uh, for cyclops right and yeah, they, yeah, yeah 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 that's what so it was. The, the head of the lion is like over the eyes so it actually works really well yeah. but, um, wow <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's funny two two letters is all it takes far out <laughs> yeah. um yeah, so I mean, home game was cool. Can I just say, House yeah. of Shadows back in action, baby. Um, yeah, and the thing too is, I think I think this issue, I you know, say at the outset, number seventeen, I think is Alessandro's like his a career career best for him so far because it's mm. he's it's just getting issue. better all the time, oh. which is crazy because it's great anyway. And then yeah. and you know, and Sabatini, I think they're both like oh, coming yeah. on so much through this Moonlight run. You can see. That, that both that are just getting better and better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's really lovely to see. Yeah, I made the comment last episode, Jed, as well, of, of, although they have two distinct styles, um, it's seamless when they kind of jump, you jump between one and the other well, issues, and I think it really helps the, the series. I mean, I think the big part of it, too, is uh, Rochelle coloring them both. Mm. Um, yes. That, that provides real kind of, you know, we're talking about the visual, visual vocabulary. Yeah, yeah continuity. Mm. Uh, you know, talking about the visual vocabulary of the story. I mean, if the artists are, you know, swapping off because it's a lot of work to draw a comic book on a mm. monthly schedule, um, you know, that coloring serves as a bridge between them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and again, I mean, colors are great here. Um, for those little prompt, um, Moon Knight drags Nemean and Grand Mal uh, after the, the death of Hunter's Moon to the House of Shadows and lets the House of Shadows... Know, take care of them so to speak um really cool uh there's so many great splash like pages in this yeah. this issue actually throughout the whole series but yeah i think i was counting i think there's like five splash yeah but they all they all like i was having a hard time with splash pages because you know i'll write three lines i'm like well that's that's yeah. my page rate done <laughs> but it's also like it's people respond so well to them mm. and I think it's it's more exciting for an artist to draw a lot of the times. Yeah. As long as it's not like a splash page, like, oh, everyone who's ever been in Avenger is now on this page. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Thousand horses. Yeah, exactly. Hor- <laughs> horses wearing uh, oh, yeah. wearing you know leopard skin uh, saddles or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there there are a lot of splashes this issue, but it just it stands out as such an artistic high point. I yeah. think absolutely the, the greatest since the Hunter's Moon issue. I I um. The Hunter's Moon issue is that that is the same as the because uh, the Scarlet um, Stained Glass, Stained Glass yeah, one, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was yeah thinking as well. That's it's um, it's amazing. Anyway, so um, yeah, Grand Mal, Nemean, kind of get their comeuppance in this, um, and what I've got here. Uh, I mean, of course, we get more. Uh, well, Hunter's Moon is back as well. We kind of knew this it, because I, I mean. mean Moon Knight. You mean the sound drive around in that car? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. And and Moon Knight uh, had that done to him. He he was resurrected by Doctor Badder too. Um, so it wasn't a total surprise, but it was good to have him back. Um, oh God, this one. I mean, look at this, that. Oh. That amazing. <laughs> this asshole. <laughs> Just like uh, whoever. I think I mentioned whoever gets this or like purchases this page, you know, good on you. Mm. Um, yeah. See, the, the thing is, like, because Alessandro works mostly digitally. Um, mm. He only does a, a traditional page here and there, so I'm not oh, sure wow. which pages are traditional. Oh, okay. Which are done digitally. Wow. 
And this, yeah, I mean, I mean look at well. that. Oh, I know. It's crazy. And, and what a way to kind of work The light that. on both of them is amazing. Mm. So. Yeah, spectacular Dis- stuff. Distinct, yeah, colours for both of them. Uh, so we do get more now. We, we actually get to the, the vampire conclave uh, in New York. Um, mm-hmm. And this, again, sets it up for what we get in the next issue. Great skylight. Chuck them down. Yep, hopefully they just, you know, uh, <laughs> spasm. When they're on the ground a little, <laughs> and income. Uh, uh, this was, yeah. I mean, party animals. Yeah. Party animals. <laughs> I, I want to shout out uh, World of Tigra. I think on on Twitter, uh, she loves Tigra, and yeah, absolutely loves. Really, this, yeah, loves I wouldn't have thought with a name like that. Yeah, and, <laughs> it's, it's probably it worked out well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's um, it was it's it's been a little while since we've seen Tigra, and yeah. um, I can say that going forward, I have. We have on the books a, a Tigra centric, like Tigra viewpoint issue. So I think that's. Nice. I'm very excited yeah. about it, and I think I hope people like it. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think I'm very excited about it. Absolutely, uh, apart from my pronunciation of her name. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I got I, into this with potato, potato. I'm talking to. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, we're talking about you know Tigra, Tigra, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Oh, it was that's on. Uh, yeah, it was on the, the pull list. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and Tommy as well uh, mentions he w- he'd like to see more House of Shadows. We all would. I would love to see more. I want to see the, the, the Midnight Mission, surely. Yeah. Well, yes. yes. Uh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ma- Mario uh, always gets it right. Just call just it call great. Just call it great. Yeah. Yeah, you can't stop that one up. That's pretty good. Um, the werewoman. <laughs> of the cat people. Uh, and the the last issue of this of this arc, uh, issue 18, uh, which came out not long ago, we've, we've reviewed not long ago as well, uh, towards the end of last two weeks year. Ago. Yeah, yeah, December 28th. Yeah. We've only just got together because yeah. <laughs> I had a little break. A bit break. Yeah. I, I have my stupid holiday. You know. Oh, I mean, like, I, I, don't get me wrong. I think two weeks ago is not a long time ago. No, at I still think it's funny that you were in London the yeah. moment I touched down in Heathrow. And I was yeah. like, oh, I, I'm not going to be running to Forbidden Planet. But, you ah, know. That's a shame. It was a good signing, too. I, I, was, I was worried. They have really good signings though so well i didn't realize uh thought bubble was that weekend so yeah yeah i was like I was like oh hey like everyone i, I want to reach out I'm like hey i'm in england let's like let's hang out with things like, yeah and they were like, like sorry like, thought bubble well that's the thing so it's like man are all the people who like comics gonna be in friggin harrogate this weekend like, is anyone gonna turn up for the signing <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's but, you know yeah. at least you have behind you that Thought Bubble's a little bit pricey in terms of hotels and getting up to Harrogate and so there's always I mean, going to be some people who can't. I know, I know one guy who who can never go because of work yeah. schedules. So there's always something, but it was quite funny. I was like, oh look, that's when I get home from Cambodia. Yeah, yeah. It's timing. It's timing. But yeah, it was good actually. I met up with um, Mike Dowling, who uh, has done some Black Cat stuff oh, with me. Yeah. Uh, so we we went and had some dinner. It was a good time. I was about to ask Jed, is there like a, a green room that all the creators get together in behind the scenes of... At a, sh- at a show? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, usually, I think. Oh, it's yeah. just kind of like a little... Usually the place is like some water and some snacks and whatnot. Someone demands... Um, the green, the just... green room is called the uh, the bar where we go after <laughs> okay. the show. Oh, fair enough. It's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah no, no, nice. Know, give, give each other COVID. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> sure. Oh, and also, I just got reminded as well... Jed, uh, Rebecca, and I were speculating. Uh, someone's... No, Ray was speculating. Rebecca I, was no, speculating. I, I, I had me. nothing in um, I was speaking to another podcaster, and he mentioned because he he had a chat with you too, uh, Ethan. Um, uh, he mentioned that you're quite tall, so we wanted to have some. We were having some bets. 
as to how tall you are, Jed. I hope this is not overstepping the mark. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. I did I'm, say, uh, yeah, I'm uh, six. I'm six five. Oh, wow. I'll see oh, oh, before you. Which is uh, like what? A hundred? Well, yeah, 195 centimeters. Something yeah. like that. That's, that's the main. So before you were about to say that, Jed, Rebecca, I'll, I want to put it on record now because we did say six two, right? One ninety, but yeah. then Noel had said, "Oh, he he pips he's you six, he's six, six three, three But so. so I was going to suggest I'm going to go flat out and say six five. But no. you, you called it, so awesome! Wow, yeah. I, I didn't realize you were talking about centimeters. There, you're like six two one ninety. I'm like, oh, I've been one ninety since I was twenty. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so, pound, okay. not, uh, not so, what, so what's the sorry? What's six five in centimeters? Do we do we know? One hundred hundred ninety five, I think, something like that. Yeah, jeez. I don't remember. I did the math uh, once, but I can never remember it. I think Mario, sorry, Mario said about the six. I think it's because I said I knew somebody at university who was six seven. He was the tallest person in the Jewish society, and I was right. the shortest person in the Jewish society. <laughs> and then and we ended up in this car together yeah. uh, going to this other Jewish society. Yeah. And it was very weird when they stopped up because they literally said, did you send us your tallest and shortest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's one of the reasons I don't travel as much. Uh, it's just I find it extremely uncomfortable to fit in an airplane. Yeah. Um, first unless, class. Unless you know, got an emergency exit. Just yeah, first class. Just well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that shakes out. <laughs> you have to fly enough to get the uh, the bonus points to do that. Oh yes. Yeah. So. Yes. Uh, and yeah, I, not I, that I ever have. I, I try to I try to get the emergency exit seating. I, yes. Like flying over to England was mm -hmm. a nightmare. Um, like, I'm always so, so short that I'm just like, oh, there's there's leg room issues. Yeah, yeah, this so is I wonderful. Was That's the thing. Like, I was, <laughs> I was just like with my wife, seat. and she's not yeah. particularly yeah. tall. Yeah. And uh, you know, I was eating my meal like a Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so on the way back, we're just like, you know what? It's an extra 200 bucks to go to the, the emergency exit. It's worth it wow. for yeah. the hour flight just to yeah. not feel like dying by the end of it. Yeah, good. Well, no, there you go. I mean, loonies, if you were wondering from... Rebecca's speculation. Yes, uh, last episode. There, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, moving on to the last one, as we mentioned, Party Monster. Yeah, fantastic. So we get this is the action. This is where it kind of ramps. Where it all comes together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think nine times out of ten, I forget to give these individual issues names. Oh. And then one of the assistant editors email me like, what do you call us? I'm like, oh shit, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like this has to go to press this has to go to press. Like what what is the name of the story? I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I would be terrible I at that, I'm just, like, going, I just always think of them as their issue numbers and then uh Ray'll come up with the 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 name and I'll be like, oh, oh I forgot they have names. Yeah. 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 I mean it's not, they're not terribly important. They're just a bit of fun. No, but, uh, they're good. No, but they are good for distinguishing yeah. which issue we're talking about without always talking numbers. So Exactly. Yeah. And these um both Tiger Hunter's Moon well, Hunter's Moon and Mr Mr. Knight are definitely party monsters here. Crashing <laughs> the party. Um there's a great exchange here. Uh, it's kind of like what was the adjective that is uh, with uh, the tutor he was just so sure of himself you know and then you have mr knight very sure about what's going to happen um i love the fact that behind the scenes again so we get the support cast soldier and reese um helping out moon knight so he's not you know he's not a lone wolf um many no, no. many hero many people think that moon knight is because he doesn't like you know teams um the avengers is always on on the outer um but he does have his network uh, and it was good to see soldier and reese here um i mentioned to rebecca last episode jed i was just waiting for because mr knight says 
Like he almost cues the sprinklers, and I was just waiting for a soldier to, to stuff it up somehow. But, uh, <laughs> but no. I mean, you know what? If I had more pages, maybe we could have done something like that. But uh, yeah. I like him being competent, so I'm, well, I'm yeah, fine yeah, with exactly, that, you know? exactly. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's it's it was about time the soldier had a bit more to him than just mm-hmm. you know the guy who says yes, boss. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, he is very much that guy. But you know, here we see why. And, yes. you know, how that's how that's a part of him mm-hmm. um and the umbrella take is awesome awesome kick-ass moment there jed uh, so good. <laughs> just another beautiful page just, just thrown in through the broken skylight and it catches it and fump or fush um <laughs> uh, off it actually goes. fump would have been better in retrospect <laughs> but uh um, it's good. yeah it's good it's good uh, and then the sprinklers um happen and yeah the big moment is you know what what the hell what do you think this is doing? I mean, Shooter grabs Mr. Knight and it's, well, I'm a priest. I'm not a superhero. Uh, and so he consecrates the water. Um, fantastic moment. Elena, uh, uh, thoughts on the, I mean, because Rebecca and I did cover it last episode. Thoughts on, on this final issue? I really like the, uh, the part with the soldier where he, where he um, describes how Hydra treated him versus how Mark treats him and kind of highlights the difference between a, uh, abusive uh, abusive leaders that take advantage of people versus uh, people that are more effective leaders that are, you know, people with dignity, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I absolutely. really appreciated that. And, and and then also the whole thing of the the, the holy water sprinklers that kind of took me with a surprise. I was kind of halfway expecting uh, Reese to be, I mean, I mean Soldier to be picking uh, up some kind of like artificial sunlight or something, you know, <laughs> but... Uh, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that kind of surprise. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, poor vampires. They have so many um, <laughs> ways that you no. can disable them. Yeah, they're fine. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> they, that's always more vampires. Oh yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's, that's true. That's true as well. Uh, yeah, uh, some other fine moments here. I love the the claw ca- uh, was it the silver claw caps that Tyra gets to so adorn yeah. on her claws uh, to to really make a mess of things. Uh, and Hunter's Moon, who's not a hundred percent, but I love it how he attacks this uh, moment with vigor. I mean, we know he doesn't like vampires, so maybe a bit of a therapeutic, you know, um... therapeutic love. Yeah, so I mean, it's, this is the second time he's been murdered by vampires. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. he's got some yeah. some things he's worked through. He's, he's got some, some issues there, but uh, yeah, a, a fantastic kind of end to it. We don't see it. it's off kind of off panel, um, but the the demise of the tutor as well, who kind of backtracks and wants to oh look i can i can work for you i can make things happen he's a weasel yeah yeah so he um i'm assuming gets decapitated uh we had a lot of fun chatting as well uh jed just about uh, this renfield like character um just just because of the the t is it tv show or it's a movie coming out um film nick cage the trailer had just released i think around when the comic came out so it's quite funny yeah, just after maybe, and um, and again, Sabatini doesn't want to um, be outdone by Capuccio, so he chucks oh, in yeah, a no, fair it's, few it's splash. Some great, uh, <laughs> yeah, some great you know dramatic splash stuff. Yeah, not as chunky as uh, Alessandro's. It's a bit more live. Just come back to life. No, that's true. Know? Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> burn those, burn those calories. Maybe that's the diet, the, the death diet. <laughs> Since he got yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, but no, fantastic. Uh, so such a great roundup uh 
Jed, this this arc. Um, now, again, I, I'm just kind of lost as to what I can ask, maybe or not. Um, moving forward, we we know um, we'll get to the annual. Don't worry as well. I haven't forgotten sure. about that. Um, but um, next cover, Commodore Planet. Oh, sorry. One of the other big things, Plesco, Rebecca, Plesco in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Zodiac back, yeah. Yeah, and Zodiac as well. Um, but Plesco, yeah, Plesco was, was yeah, I think there's so much that you can do with this guy, considering, you know, his stint in Mark Spectre Moon Knight, but just the, the nature of like, ex-Merc um, and a psychotherapist. So, um, yeah, very yeah, interesting. Yeah. Former, interesting. Former Shadow Cabinet. Shadow Cabinet. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we, yeah. Sigmund. Uh, I have a friend yeah. who just wants to know anytime the Shadow Cabinet is referenced. So <laughs> okay. Kind of was, I have to be on, on the ball for it, but like, like, he was very excited to hear there was war, so. Yeah. And, yeah, and just, uh, sorry. Well, uh, well, stick around for a couple issues. <laughs> cool. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and, and just good to see as well, you know, Zodiac, you can't keep a an absolute dickhead down so he's he's <laughs> he's bad nah, he's, he's such a little shit yeah. <laughs> in some capacity and you'll, well you'll, you'll you'll be you'll be uh sick of the sight of him by next issue let me tell you yeah oh, oh well no no well i love him he's great um <laughs> uh yes yeah, so yeah that ran out the arc i oh, know jed any, any thoughts on um i mean just I guess personally, self-critiquing. How did how did you how did you find um, the arc? Was it was it everything that you kind of you wanted to to flesh out for for this run? Yeah, I, on the whole, I think it was you know it was successful. It did what I wanted it to do. Yep. Um, it's always tough coming up with the next arc after a big mm. debut arc mm. like the the whole you know twelve issue Zodiac thing. Like twelve issues, twelve signs of Zodiac. Anyways. Um, I would have clever. I should have had each issue have its own zodiac sign. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like doing a shorter arc, and you know your sort of your follow up, your you know your sophomore arc, is always going to present its own challenges. And I think for the most part, I'm very happy with it. You know, people seem to continue to enjoy the book. Uh, you know, I'm assuming the sales are doing well if they're letting us keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I think there's some good, big, punchy moments. Like I love that showdown, the midnight mission. Um, mm. You know, the death of Hunter's Moon. I thought hit the way I wanted it to. Um, as you know, as far as perhaps regrets or things that could have done better, I don't know if I don't know. And again, I think this is entirely on me. I've done an artist thing, but you know, I, I don't know if Mimi and Grandma really hit the way they could have. Mm. Um, you know, perhaps going with established supervillains might have been a better move. Hard to say. Okay. I, I don't think they made as much of a splash, not necessarily as I needed to. But you know, you, you always like to see your new characters uh, yeah. well received, and a lot of that I think is down to how I use them as well. Yeah, you don't you don't get a whole lot about them because they're they're there to be destroyed. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder if perhaps you know using I don't know bullseye or something would have mm-hmm. been uh, more effective. Yeah. yeah. I I kind of like I pre- I like having the sort of new ones the new names something to think about um what they're pa- like not knowing their powers straight yeah. away uh how they tied in with the names i kind of like that and then obviously you want that like you don't care if, too much if they die unless you're <laughs> russell yeah. probably yeah. <laughs> like, i'm like, I'm like I'm just guessing on russell's behalf that like you know and i know people die, but you know like if you have bullseye then you have to think of a way for him to be able to not have died yeah and um, i mean they, they did die they're they're yeah. still no. But, you know they're quite you know quite poorly done by hmm. um but i could see them being pulled into other things so yeah yeah so I, mean, they're, they're, always, I think it's always they're good there. to shoot for something new 
Yeah. Yeah. And and just um, um, and there you know, there there are comparisons drawn between uh, Nimian and Sabretooth. It's hundred percent my fault because I didn't realize I was pushing the Alessandro in the design that direction. Oh, okay. so that's that's absolutely me. Oh, oh no, that, that, but also I mean Nimian Lion, yep. Sabretooth. There's going to be yeah. some exactly. sort of visual like. Yeah. Uh, and it's you know it's it's fine. It's not keeping me up at night or anything. But if you know if, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm if I'm looking back at self critique, yeah, those, those yeah. Are things that I'm like, well, you know, maybe it's something that could have done a little differently. Yeah. And and just curious as well, Jed, with the um the process as well. So um during this, like the thirteen to the eighteen, um had uh had there been like the green light to go further or was there a moment where you were at least thinking, Oh, okay, do I need to wrap things up, like close things out for this like series? I, I don't know. Uh, no, I think I started planning this around a year ago mm-hmm. i think so it been, well, yeah it would have been about a year ago i started planning this arc yeah and um at that point in time said well we're approved for six more issues um we don't know if there's more yep. coming yet or not but i mean in with these books you never do know mm. yeah so instead you say okay well here's my six issues if it comes down to it we're canceled at 18 I'll have to put another page of them at the midnight mission saying like, Oh wow, it's yeah, all okay. over. And like, well, actually yeah. it feels like a beginning. The end dot, 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 question mark, that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Soldier <laughs> coming in with a tray of coffee. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. so yeah, no, it's, I, I didn't, I didn't know whether to be going for, I mean, and also I, I tend to go into these things very optimistically. Yeah. So, um, you know, yeah, cool. Trying to try to plan for success, but yeah, but no, like all told, I think as as an arc, I was quite happy with it. Um, yeah, because you know it was an adventure story, and it was Moon Knight versus vampires, which is splashy and fun. But it was also that big thing with Moon Knight in his current iteration coming to terms with his DID. Yeah, yeah, because and again, like. I, I I kind of am starting to wonder how much how many more times I can reference the age of Conchu given this happened quite a while ago. Now. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, Make I think it. I think that's kind of like one of the last times I can really do that and say like mm-hmm. this reason mark has become very controlling over the body and controlling over the the life that they share is because of him you know overcompensating or you know trying to right the ship and pulling the wheel way too hard after this whole age of conju thing which again you know was supposed to springboard for this whole run for this whole new stage of his life yeah yeah okay well i mean that's yeah just super excited to see where it goes um from here but uh between some of these issues i can't remember exactly jed the the annual did come out as you mentioned um did uh, and came out, uh, after issue 16, 16, because people are like, How is Hunter's Moon alive oh, yeah, here? When yes. he's dead in the book, <laughs> yeah, because like, the annual in 17 came out while I was away. Yes, the oh, I that's to come right. back and catch up on, yeah, yeah. And I gotta say, this was such a fun and this is exactly what annuals should be. Um, so this is Homecoming, uh, it's um. Sabatini, uh, Federico yep. Sabatini on this with Jed. Federico back on it. Uh, and yeah, I guess a reintroduction or such a nice little tip of the hat to Werewolf by Night, you know, you know that old kind of uh, connection uh, between yep. the two. Yeah. Uh, and of course, bang, Marlene. Yeah, Marlene. Uh, so it's, a, it's actually a really cool way to, having not 
seen any of the the support original support cast uh, i assuming jed that an annual was a great way to just be able to do it like, without kind of disrupting i guess the flow yeah of the series. generally yeah. i mean like, like annuals i think annuals are really interesting um especially for me doing this annual is allowing me to do stuff i wanted to do without eating into my pages for a main mm -hmm. series yeah uh, or like eating into my issues you know so I have always wanted to check in with Marlene and see how you know what where things stand now. I have always wanted to do a Werewolf by Night thing because uh, I love calling back the dumb bullshit. And you know, Werewolf by Night is you know it's just right up my alley. Yeah, but I, just can never, I can never find a place for it because the demands of the story and demands of keeping momentum just never it just never worked out. So when I was given the annual. I was like, well, this is great. Like, here's 30 more pages that I can just do something entirely independent of the main story. Mm -hmm. And, but still do the kind of stuff I wanted to do. Yeah. No, it, it, we, we get also not, I don't think it has, has been done since the Bemis run um, uh, using Dietrich, um, the, the character. Yeah, She's been mentioned so. before. So um, that was great. And, and um, I guess shaping, a little differently jack russell uh, and establishing mm. this thing about the, the king of the wolves uh so now i mean we've, we've firmly established uh you know the supernatural element i think and it was great to use the annual to have that the werewolf element to it and we've got the vampires um in moon knight's uh, regular yeah. series because uh yeah because i was reading old werewolf by night you know, it's just a, a really great series. Like Jack Russell cannot remember when the fuck it is. It was full. Like, it's incredible. I know. It's... He's, he's like, oh, I've got to pay my rent today. Like, what else happens on rent day? I can't remember. <laughs> and it's like first night. I'm like, ah, shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but like I was reading that, it's, it was really interesting to me because I hadn't, it's been a long time since so I hadn't any, read any Werewolf by Night. And, you know, Jack Russell's very young when that series starts. Yeah. Like he's living with his yep. mom in like Malibu as a teenager. Yeah. And... I was really interesting to me to say, okay, well, if we're taking this character, like from that was when, cause I'm reading his first stuff and I'm like, well, this is how it was when he started. Yeah. How weird was he going to be by the time we kept, we check in on it? Cause we've like, we've seen how weird Moon Knight has become since he first turned up in Werewolf by Night. Mm -hmm. I wanted to turn that around and say, well, how weird has Jack Russell become since, you know, we've yeah. really checked yeah. in cool on concept. Him. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And um, also just like some fantasy bullshit too, where he's like the king of all wolves. Yeah. Yeah. So wanted wanted him to have a title to uh, to contrast with the Fist of Kanchu. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and it's it's good as well. I mean, I I think you have written Dietra so well. Um, I I reckon Max Bemis would be loving it. I just loved her. I hope so. Yeah, just I just think a, a, I think she's a great character and a great addition. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But also, you know, not a character I can bring in all the time. Mm -hmm. One I was really yeah. happy to bring in on this issue. Yeah, yeah. Again, uh, annuals a good opportunity, I guess. Um, yeah, also the fact that Jack Russell, you know, although he is the antagonist here as well, there's always that, that element that he's not totally kind of bad and, and there, there is some sympathy towards his character and, and I guess the werewolves in general. Um, and tying it with Conchu was very interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of those things we're kind of messing around with uh, perhaps the Marvel cosmology. Mm -hmm. and it's, But it's also in a way that may or may not be uh, reliable because that's another really interesting thing about uh, Werewolf by Night is if memory serves, that was the introduction of the Darkhold. Like, mm. I, mm. I'm pretty sure that was the first time the Darkhold appeared. I think so, yeah. Okay. And, you know, the, the the Russell family has had a long history with the Darkhold, and that's yeah. you know, where you're going to find horrible prophecies, if not the Darkhold. You know, that's one of Jack's 
claims to fame. You know, he's read The Dark Hold and retained his sanity. Yeah. And now he's on the path to you know, try to become, you know, this werewolf messiah. Yeah, no, really great. And just, I guess, the fearlessness of Dietrich, um, but also coupled with how Jack, you know, he promises he's not really going to hurt her. Um, yeah, I think that's great. It's just um, good characterizations of both of them. Uh, we get to, I mean, Jed, I think we're coming to the Cadillac scene here. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> there, awesome stuff. Um, decide to crash it. Why not crash it um, into into that mansion? Uh, where are they? In the yeah, cemetery. That, um, <clears throat> that was from that... Um... What was that, like Marvel anthology series? Was it Marvel Premiere? The the, the later latest one. It was because uh, there's a Moon Knight Marvel. story with Ben Percy and Juan Ferrer. Oh, Marvel Comics presents. And, uh, yeah. Marvel Comics Marvel presents. Comics. Yeah. And I emailed Juan, who had, had worked with him on um, uh, Infinite Fury stuff. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, that car's so sick. Like, what what kind of car is it? Send me the wrap. Like I said, to Mary, <laughs> so I can bring it back. Nice. And so he sent me like like a proper like when a writer picks out reference, it's like a picture of a car, but it's like halfway behind a fence or something. Yeah. When uh, Arma sends reference, it's like front, sides, Oh, top, wow. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. No, it's really good. Good moment here. Um, Hunter's Moon, of course, as well, you know, looking very much alive. Um, and <laughs> What happens between issue 15 and 16? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. Um, I, I saw it on the internet, and therefore it must be true. <laughs> well, actually, no, I mean, we should be looking at um, Hunter's Moon with a bit of uh, pity going, the poor bastard doesn't know what's coming. Um, but yeah, silverware to, to get rid of. Uh, there, there are two main, I guess, acolytes to, to Jack Russell. They're yeah. the only ones that kind of follow him, um, but that leaves uh, Hunter's Moon and Moon Knight uh, to face off. Uh, Marlene, uh, I forgot to mention, so Marlene does come back Wait, to- Wait, Hunter's Moon faces off with Marlene? No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I like his chances. <laughs> that would be good, actually. I wouldn't like to see that. I mean, Marlene's pretty good. Like, yeah. no, I mean, Marlene's tough cookie. Yeah. She is, yeah. And I just noticed here, so this, because um, it was mentioned in issue 18, the, the Ko Kopesh, Kopesh, uh, Jed, the, yeah. the sword, yeah. So that was in this year, too, as well. Um, yeah, no, great, great issue. Uh, uh, Jed, any, um, any thoughts on... I don't know, just tackling an, an annual um, in general? or It uh, it was interesting because I, I wanted to do, there's like a whole lot more that I was going to do, like um, like flash forward to what would happen if Jack Russell did kill Conchu mm. uh, or something like that. And ultimately it just didn't work, um, in part because there's just way too much stuff to put into 30 pages. Yeah, but uh, I often get very ambitious when I'm coming up like, and then this, then I'll put this in, and then there'll be this storyline, and then the reality kind of sets in. I'm like, well, you know, thirty pages is fifty percent more than I usually get, but you yeah. know, it's I'm not doing an original graphic novel here, so I need to yeah rein it in. But no, I'm, for the most part, I'm very happy with how it turned out. Mm. Um, that was great. Yeah, I think I would imagine there's probably some mixed reactions to Jack and his actions, but. I mean, I, I stand by it. I think he's a character who's mm. very linked with Moon Knight and very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and as, you know, par for the course for a Moon Knight and Moon Knight-related character, fucking up is just kind of what happens <laughs> a lot. Yeah, exactly. No, I just think that the play between them um, and just what you've done to integrate, uh, <clears throat> to build on established themes in Moon Knight is really great, you know, with, with Wealth by Night and now the tying in with Khonshu. I like the dynamic now of Hunter's Moon, the, the very much a new character. Uh, now 
that interaction with dietrists as well you know so from from a past run uh, i think it's just really well put together uh, just yeah absolutely one of the highlights uh, i think for me um as far as you know as far as annuals um it, basically moon Knight, one and done moon Knight stories as well uh it was just really well told uh, oh, I, I loved how dietrists uh basically is the one that stops the fight it just yeah just come on guys don't be idiots yeah we just... i mean it's I, I don't know if it came across but obviously she was in no real danger there no. like she she ginned that up with hunter's moon yes yeah but uh just a, a line you can't kill people in front of me dad <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and mark's response is then step outside <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's Which is the perfect response really yeah, yeah. exactly and then uh, i love it then at the end they're, they're talking about i mean after obviously there's some of some stuff there between Marlene and Mark, but then just you know, let's go get ice cream with um, <laughs> you know, with everyone. Yeah. So uh, no, really, really good. Uh, just mindful of the time, Jed, but um, yep. so thank you. Oh, I will, I will just have, have one anecdote here for the end. Yeah, for that, sure. Um, where uh, he's like, oh, I can give all this up, and Marlene's like, well, no, no, you can't. Um, Federico had actually turned turn his first out or like layouts and uh, with with the mask off. In that section oh and he's like well it's for like you know for this important section i would assume he'd have his mask off i'm like well no actually he has to have his mask on because that shows that if he, he says he's like oh i can give this up mm. but he's wearing a mask while he's doing this like yeah. Yeah, obviously he can't give this up he's yeah. he's still wearing his mask like he can't take his mask off in front of this woman yeah. um yeah which you know I, I i quite liked as a a little little bit of acting but yeah, not, not 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 you know not incredibly subtle, but again, they're superhero comics, so yeah. yeah. No, it's it's great. No, it's good. It it does. I mean, it does read uh, like that, and yeah, it, it would be important, I yeah. think, to have that. So, um, yeah, no, fantastic, fantastic issue. Uh, before we go, of course, a huge thank you, Jed, for your time. Um, yes, I hope thank the you very much. loonies have enjoyed it. Uh, thanks to all the loonies for for live commenting as well. Uh, my particular favorite is Mario getting the exact. 195.58 <laughs> centimeters. There you go, Always pulling out the facts. <laughs> you got to remember that one. <laughs> uh, before we go, just a, a couple of, a few questions um, sure. across our platforms. Uh, Rebecca, have you got the prompt sheet with you? Or... <clears throat> I do, I do. Okay. Uh, um, shall we just chop and change? Or... Yeah, I'll Lena start as well. Question. Sorry, as well. Yeah. Do you have, would you have it? Um, yeah, I actually did have it. Well, I have a comment and a question real quick. Um, my co my comment is... But uh, I just want to tell you again, Jed, that uh, I really appreciate you having uh, um, a desire to get the ID right, and and uh, um, because there's too many writers that don't really care about how they portray mental illness in general, or especially DID, and I really appreciate you trying to get that right and, and trying to portray it um, more accurately and more positively. Well, thank you, and again, thank you for for helping with that. Yeah. It's you know, as I said before, it's something I have, you know, I have, I have no knowledge about. It. I have no, um, no background in it and, and wouldn't be able to. And again, like I always hesitate to say that I'm portraying something realistically or um, accurately, but instead generally trying to be, you know, more realistic or more accurate than uh, I would otherwise be acting from a, from a state of pure ignorance. So no, I really, really, yeah, excuse me, really appreciate your help yeah. uh, in that respect. And I'm, I'm glad that it's uh has you know has hopefully worked for you yeah. yeah awesome um 
Rebecca, do you want to kick off or should I? Yeah, yeah. first question <clears throat> is from Mario. Um, I think we can probably guess this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, is your Moon Knight run open-ended or do you have a specific endpoint in mind? Uh, it is, I mean, like I said before, we're basically given certain amounts of runway uh, to yeah. cover. Uh, I'm not at liberty to speak to how much we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, you know, the the best we can say is, you know, just keep an eye on the solicits. They, they kind of... Yeah keep things going on but uh as it stands i believe the book is selling pretty well and we've got some pretty exciting stuff coming up in the future as far you know just not just uh, the, the main series but just you know there's all kinds of Moon Knight stuff coming down cool. the pipe i think oh, he's a character so we, a... like, we should be start saving as well <laughs> well i mean I, I think he's a character is really having a bit of a renaissance and I mean, again, like it's it's all down to the TV show, of course, and the, the hype around that. And the reason there's a new Moon Knight series is because there's a TV show. Uh, but I mean, your series has definitely helped that renaissance. Yeah, runs, yeah, yeah. So, you know, oh, for uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, and oh yeah, no, I, I'm, I I think it's a very good series. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, uh, <laughs> but I think um, I you know having that added attention from you know TV show has been very helpful in getting new people interested in it, and. Um, as it stands, you know, I think things are going quite well. I don't see any reason that I need to be worrying about uh, an ending anytime soon, or at least I hope not. Um, I, I don't get to see the numbers. I just kind of, you know, can get can gauge by them saying, here's, here's, you know, we want more stuff. Yeah, do a few mm. more issues. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he's, he's been appearing all over the place. He had a black, white, and blood series. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was in that uh, damage control. Joe Hauser one. Damage, even... damage control. <laughs> damage yeah. control. Um, I was going to raise it when you were talking about covers that were a little bit deceptive. I mean, you know, he had lines. He had lines. He had, he had lines. lines. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, he's in Murder World Moon Knight, mm. which even I don't yes. know what that's going to look like. Can't wait. Well, I just, <clears> I just read the first two issues so I'd have an understanding of what was going on. I was like, pleasantly surprised i'm looking forward to the moon knight one yeah it's it's i mean having read murder world spider-man uh, i don't think it's going to be what people were expecting no i think it's going to be really really unexpected when i sort of opened up murder world avengers i was like this is it wasn't what i was expecting but yeah. i'm loving it so i'm like really like psyched for the uh the moon knight issue now and obviously yeah. there's a lot of speculation that we won't get in with with you no. that we talked about last issue about where he could show up next yes so. yeah yeah um but yeah, so we're 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 still plugging away. And like I said, we keep your eye on the solicits. We've got some exciting stuff coming up. Uh, awesome. As I mentioned before, we've got our, our Tigra viewpoint issue coming up at a certain point. Awesome. Uh, we're gonna have a focus on Reese as well. Um, we've you know tomorrow we've got a new issue we're starting on. <laughs> I know, right? This is uh, whole... this in right uh, yeah, we are. Here. That's right. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> this this actually I think was issue seventeen. I think the solicit said like. Oh, a uh, ter- terrifying new truth about the fists of Conchu or something. I didn't actually have time to put in that book or space. Oh. So that actually is in issue 19. Oh, oh. nice, nice. So, uh, okay. so yeah, we're learning some new, some new you know, Conchu lore uh, tomorrow, as well as some shenanigans. And then we get to, we, then, then, you know, one of my favorite things is Zodiac talking about things after being a dick. <laughs> so. Well, let's see Zodiac and Eight Ball together. I think that would be. I don't. Then I don't feel April would get out of it. Yeah, you're going to talk about uh, talk about your abusive relationships. Yeah, yeah, Although no, maybe probably maybe not a good mix. Would come and separate them. Yeah. 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 Quick question here from Noel, uh, friend of sure. the show, co-host. How will Howard the Duck cross over with Doctor Strange again? 
Um, again, Noel, host of Trapped in the World, how did yeah, the yeah. Duck podcast? You know, that's a good question. Um, Howard the Duck, he's a character I really liked when I was a kid because my dad had a bunch of his uh, issues and it was unlike anything else that you'd read in <laughs> yeah. a comic book. You know, like the the Rutabaga Man or like the the Winky Man and stuff like that. Like it's it was just it was so bizarre. And I was a kid, like because when you're a kid, you expect to be like Donald Duck. But it's not like Donald Duck. No. <laughs> yeah, you're just yeah. like dancing around and smoking a cigar and like being mad at everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I guess is actually a lot like Donald Duck, but um, but an entirely you know in a very kind of very seventies kind of way. Mm. Um, so yeah, Howard Duck. He's a character I've always kind of got on my mind a little bit. So I mean, like, who knows? You know, it's, you know, Tiger was a character I always had in my mind a little bit, like, to, you know, to find a spot for, and uh, eventually got to put in Moon Knight. So never say never, Noel. Never say never. Exactly. Uh, so I've got a question from Jensen. Mm-hmm. Is at Comic Jensen. Um, which characters would you love to see interact with Moon Knight in the future? Probably going to be hard for you to answer. Howard? Yeah, see, I Howard can't really enough. say that because <laughs> yeah. if they're characters I'd love to see interact with in the future, I'd put it in a book. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, you have that advantage. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm not really sure how I can uh, answer that you, without yeah, saying true. Because either I'll be like, yeah, this character will be in a book, or or I can talk about it because I refuse to put yeah. it in a book. So. It's yeah, it's kind of dangerous. Yeah, dangerous to trade. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm afraid that one's a bit of a Jensen, non-tower. you will have to tell us which characters yes. you'd like to see interact with. Yeah, yeah. And then we can tick off many of them. Mm, yeah, let's get the discussion happening. Um, <clears throat> we've got the next one from Fi, at Lady Fi. <clears throat> and they do mention something. It's not a question, but they were talking about, Jed, because of your cross-referencing. Um, let me just read it. Uh, in, in other interviews, Jed's mentioned how useful it would be to cross-reference multiple categories in the market, Marvel Wiki. Like, do you know about multi-category search? And they admit this Actually, is... You know what? I, yeah. I think they did send me something about that in my email, and I forgot to email them back to say thank you. Okay. Yes, I did. I did say, yeah, Lady, lady like PHI. Yes, yeah. Lady PHI. Yes. yes. Yeah, no, they, they did email I'm really bad at getting back at emails, uh, especially if they're not business related. Oh, yeah. So, uh, oh, I'm like, oh, I, I should send a thank you. And then I'm like, yeah. forget about it as I get, like, here's yeah. these pages, here's these colors. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yes, I, I did get that email you sent me. Thank you very oh, much. I appreciate that's that. Very nice. Um, and very, very nice and considerate as well. Um, they do also have a question, though. Uh, in what ways, if any, do you adjust how you write issue scripts for Capuccio versus Sabatini to work with their strengths? Well, that's a. Quite a yeah, interesting question. I mean, I don't. I generally don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of it is that my my scripts are perhaps a bit on the sparse side in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. In that, I tend not to direct too much of the specifics, given that these artists are much better than I am at it, um, and I want to give them as much uh, latitude to do what they want to do in the way that they think is best or most interesting. So generally, generally I don't make much difference in the, the scripts, right? For Alessandro and the scripts, right? For Federico. Um, Cause both, you know, they're both very accomplished artists in their own, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, um, excuse me. Like there are, there are things that, you know, the biggest difference would be perhaps if I know uh, one artist is drawing what, uh, an issue, I'll put certain characters they draw very well in, um, you know, I, I really love, uh, Federico's Tigra, um, whereas you know I really love um, Alessandro's Hunter's Moon, mm-hmm. that yeah. kind of thing. And also sometimes I don't really know who's drawing which issue because I'm right. I don't 
I just am not aware of who's on this on the schedule. Yeah. So uh, I just I, I just like oh I need a, need a script off to go. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair enough. Um, yeah. So yeah, good insight. Uh, uh, then we're just one final question, which mm-hmm. uh, I see Ray has lined me up for. Oh, I have, um, have we'll not. About that separately. <laughs> um, Charlotte Fitton yeah. uh, at the Avenge Char how I would pronounce that. Will we get to see more of Stephen and Jake in your run and maybe even more explanation of them as a system? Exploration, not explanation. Uh, Maybe a better backstory into how the system formed rather than the problematic one used with the Nazi pretending to be a rabbi. Mm. Um, Which is a personal opinion. So like, not everyone thinks it's problematic. Some people do. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not discussing that issue ever. just so if we take the first bit of the question we see more of Stephen and jake and more of the system as a whole yeah oh no we'll see definitely see more Stephen and jake um it's 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 something i think about a lot in um because i I was like well well, i've got moon and a little good building of supporting casts and then uh then we get you know Stephen and jake coming back and like wait that just means my supporting cast got even bigger with the added difficulty of if Stephen and Jake are around, that means Moon Knight is generally not, because Moon Knight is generally Mark Spector's obsession. Mm. Um, which, you know, create, creates difficulties, because, you know, I really like Stephen and Jake, but the book is called Moon Knight. And generally, we need to see a guy in a white costume go around beating the piss out of people. <laughs> uh, that said, I, you know, I, I do have a lot of ideas for what I'd like to do with these characters. We got... Um, if anything, I feel like perhaps poor Steven suffers a bit just because I like Jake so much. <laughs> uh, but I think that there's interesting work to be done with Steven, especially, you know, Mark is rebuilding his life. Jake is a pretty chill guy, but this is a far cry from Grant Manor. And I think that um, there's, there's work to be done in how Steven feels about all of this. Because, yeah. you know, this, this current Moon Knight existence is a far cry from you know an opulent romantic lifestyle that uh that you know Stephen grant used to live so yeah perhaps you know perhaps we'll see something along those lines that'd be cool uh and you know further exploration of them as a system i mean i don't know how much more there is to explore outside you know it's just their just each of their feelings in the things that they do and you know the the life the lives that they lead uh you know together so um i think just just generally seeing more of these characters is how i would express that and you know the whole the whole origin of his uh, did thing i mean i just don't think it's really anything i'm going to get into because i just don't really see any right. point mm. to a profit to it um yes. i know it's i know something that's often controversial to people and i just you know i just don't feel like I don't feel like there's anything there for me to dig into. It's a story that's already. I mean, there. I feel like it's. I think I feel like there has to be a reason if you want to retcon one that's already been put in. Yeah. Like yeah. however, however individuals yeah. feel about it. Um, I mean, the thing is, you'd too, have to have a very strong reason to sort of change that. And I mean, the thing is too. Like my job is not to go and fix a character. Like that's. I'm not really that not interested in, in you know going back and fixing a character because. I just don't think it's very useful and I don't think it, it tends not to go very well in a lot yeah. of cases. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like when I was writing Black Cat, uh, there was that story where that had uh, her origin based around uh, sexual assault in college. 
Yeah, that's being which, talked about a lot on Twitch at the moment, yeah. Um, yeah. outside well, of comics. So, which is not something I liked. I didn't think it was a good uh, origin for the character, especially not <clears throat> with the tone that I wanted to use in that book. But I didn't feel the need to go back and fix it. I just yeah. didn't just ignore it. You just you just leave it. Yeah, because no, again, these aren't real people. It doesn't matter. You can just yeah forget stuff that's not exactly. useful. Yeah, to you. you just yeah put it aside now for sure. So yeah. Um, thank you everyone who sent some feedback in it's, it's always great to uh, be able to uh yeah to be able to chat with jed and, and to be able to um to hear your thoughts as well uh lena um before we kind of wrap up uh, any any uh final words you'd like to to mention or say to jed um actually i had a question if, if we sure. if it's all right yeah. um i know it's kind of late already but uh um about um, the beginning of the uh, the uh, annual, where uh, you know that you know that scene where um, Jake is talking to Marlene, and then and then Mark Mark comes out, and um, maybe it's just me over analyzing this. I tend to do that, you know. But uh, um, sure, there's like this panel where he's kind of like letting out this grunt, and I was kind of wondering what what that grunt was all about. Um, in part, it's um, there's that sort of discussion of uh, this idea of uh, a headache coming when we're talking about switching. Yeah. And in part, it's just we're seeing Mark's marks of reassert his uh, control. So it's not it's not something explicitly called out as that particular headache associated with switching. Uh, it's just more of kind of a nod to that idea. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the things I kind of wondered is speculated about. Maybe that might be it. Uh, because that actually makes a lot of sense because that is something that happens quite a bit, especially when um, there's some resistance to the switch. Um, mm -hmm. And and in that case, yeah. you know, it was clear that they didn't really want to mark out, you know, so there would be some no, resistance but, but there. But also you have a certain amount of Mark not wanting to come out yeah, either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Given that this is, this is something that's affecting him sure. uh, yeah. very deeply in a way that uh, it wouldn't necessarily affect Jake or Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Which as you know, again, you know, we see him put the mask right on as soon as he's he's yeah. back, mm -hmm. or I guess he's back back in front, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, cool. Um, yeah. So uh, once again, Jed, a huge thank you. Before we go, uh, anything you'd like to plug? I know that you have gazillion um, titles <laughs> and issues to, to plug, but yeah. yeah. I mean, we got uh, Moon Knight. Uh, Moon Knight number one. No, Moon Knight number nineteen is coming out tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, Black Hat Mary Jane number two is coming out tomorrow. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We have the uh, the ladies loot limbo, and I believe next week is the last issue of Strange. Uh, it's gonna be Strange number ten. Uh, we see uh, Cleo Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme, and Stephen Strange, the Harvestman, face off with uh, the Century. Yes. So uh, some real, real, real shenanigans going on there. <laughs> and then in uh, March we have um, Doctor Strange number one. <laughs> excuse me yeah that's uh, awesome. so yeah that's that's all i got going on at the moment i think yeah no worries we'll put those all in the show notes of course so loonies check it out if you haven't um checked out those titles already uh just jed quickly uh we've got another one great friend of the show cmk did anyone else ask about the possible introduction of a cat for the uh, midnight mission yes jed 
Something Very... we discussed in the last podcast, which is you play I, I, I think the like... I think the midnight mission just keep eating them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just we'll get another cat. It's gone again. Yeah. Uh, get another cat. I, I think they I think they have to keep getting more cats that just look exactly the same, so soldier can't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be soldier's job. Yes. <laughs> well, no, soldier, soldier would be the one who would be heartbroken if he understood. Yeah. Oh, he would, yeah. Well, I would hope they would all be devastated. But yes. I think so. Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, realistically speaking, I've got enough characters in that building to keep track of it. <laughs> I love uh, craziness within that um, as well. Uh, next phase, loonies. Uh, thanks once again. Just keep your eyes out for episode three sixteen. Um, as you probably know, Rebecca and I we've done two quickfire episodes, um, just to, to try to sneak in uh, and of course uh, jed's time as well uh but to ch just to try and sneak it in before issue 11 uh sorry not 11 it's the 11, 11th i'm thinking of before <laughs> yeah. issue 19 uh is released on the 11th uh just like to shout out as well a big thank you once again to all the patronis um listed there thank you so much uh, odin daniel drew frank justin derek wayne josh <clears throat> james anthony russell mario jonathan and dan um, and you can become a Patreon member too on patreon.com slash ITK Moon Knight. <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, also as well, you can contact us. Just um, drop us a line. Feedback at itkmoonknight.com. We've got a website as well. And uh, we're still on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And YouTube too. Uh, and just, yeah, touch base. And we, ha we do have live streams every now and again, uh, such as these. And they're fun to do. And we get to splash up visuals, which is... Uh, an added bonus uh, as well. Uh, finally, we are part of the collective. Uh, so some great shows there. Rebecca, you've been busy recording other other shows too. I have. I've been like, uh, yeah, catching up properly on all of them. And I think I'm going to do another Iron Fist one Ooh, this Friday as well. Lovely. So lots of Iron Fist. Check out last, uh, sorry, Sons of the Dragon, Mortal Iron Fist podcast uh, from Rebecca's as well as DCAU. DC Animated Universe podcast too. Uh, thank you, Chris. You are amazing too as well. Uh, Chris, awesome. Awesome dude. Chris as well. Um, it's, links in the show note. Chris is the one uh, responsible for the videos, uh, the intro. Thank you for that. adding the extra. Yes. This no, no, run, got, the got, cover got, for this run. Got Jed's in there as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, yes, once again, Jed, a huge thank you for all your time. I, I always say, look, it's going to be about an hour, but, my God, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just dizzle. That's um, fine. But, yeah, I mean, I know I know you would tell me any time that you need to just go, you know, just let us know. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, – Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll uh, get together, what, for another six months. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Now, I'll see you at issue, what, 24? Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe – 24. Any more art? 24. Any more artwork acquisitions that you may gather, Jed, yeah. on your wall? We'll Be see good. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how it changes. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm been going to show, so I'm playing it pretty clear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Lena, a huge thank you as well for for coming on and for uh, uh, giving for, us your uh, insights as well. Yeah, thank you for allowing me to come on. No, absolutely. It's uh, it's, it's great fun to have you on. Uh, as always, everybody, take care and may Conchu watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. Bye. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. 
The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.